0: Welcome to the So Novel Podcast. I'm your host Jess, and in this fortnightly podcast, I will be chatting all things books, as well as interviews with authors, publishers, and bookstagrammers. So whether you're looking for your next read or you want to know the story behind the story, then this is the podcast for you. One and welcome back to this bonus episode of So Novel. This is our last episode of 2020. Today is a very special episode. So I have got together with some of my favorite bookstagram accounts, and we are going to chat all about our top three reads of 2020, as well as a book we're looking forward to in 2021. So to start off, my top three reads. I know I've spoken about these before, so they're probably no surprise to anyone who's listened to most of the episodes. But um, my number three and my number two are kind of in no particular order. So first off, A Lonely Girl is a Dangerous Thing by Jessie Two, I loved this book. I loved how Jesse Too explored female sexuality and explored trauma through the unlikable character of Jenna. Normally I don't like books that are very character driven, but I absolutely adored this book and I think to done an amazing job exploring those themes and making people uncomfortable, which is why I think this book caused so much controversy. People felt so uncomfortable reading it. And I feel like that was the point of it. It wasn't meant to be a nice, cozy read. It was meant to make you feel all the emotions and and feel uncomfortable and raw and exposed. And I think she done a brilliant job and it was so well written. Uh, The next one is The Morbids by Eva Ramsey. Again, if you had listened to the previous episode where I interview Eva, you'll know how much I adored this book and why it it resonated with me so much. I loved how Ramsey touched on mental health in this book. And again, a very character-driven book um, about Caitlin and her journey through mental health and her struggles with it. Um, I think she just was able to really discuss mental health very delicately as well as exposing the readers to, it just had all of those elements that make a great novel for me. Number one, Absolutely no surprises. I rave about this book all the time. It is, of course, Sophie Hardcastle's Below Deck. This book, for me, I just, I don't know, I can't really touch on it that much about why I loved it so much, but I just could not put it down. And for me, that's how I know I love a book and that I have a real connection to it because I read it in like two days whilst I worked. Um, It was just so hard to put down and her writing is just so beautiful. And the story, again, while it was very heavy content, it was so beautifully wrote um, that it really evoked that emotion and connection to the reader that just made you want to keep reading it. And I think everyone that I talk to about this book feels the same way. It was just so beautifully wrote that I cannot wait to see what else she brings out. So I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and please send through all the feedback. Um, any requests again, going into 2021. Again, I get no royalties from this podcast. I do it for the love. I do it as a passion project. There is so much that goes into this podcast behind the scenes. So I love having that connection and feedback from you guys. So all the best wishes for 2021, and I will see you on the other side.
1: Hey guys, it's Nell from Nell Reads Books. I found it really hard to whittle down my top three books of the year because there's been some brilliant releases in 2020. If I had to start somewhere, I would probably say Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell. This is historical fiction done to perfection, um, O'Farrell has clearly put a lot of effort and research and time into this book, and it's full of rich, rich detail, um, wonderfully drawn characters that just leap off the page, Um, and it's also beautifully written. I was really moved by this one. In fact, I'm a notorious non-crier, but this made me shed more than a few tears. My next pick is an Australian debut called The Octopus and I by Erin Hordle. I read this back in April, but I'm still thinking about it regularly and I've recommended it time and again. It's about a woman called Lucy who is recovering from major surgery, uh, which has left her body really quite significantly changed. So as she tries to navigate this new life that she finds herself in, she becomes obsessed with uh, a local octopus population that are living off the coast of uh, Tasmania, which is where she and her partner live, Um, and they help her to understand her new body um, and understand her place in the world, this new world that she finds herself in, um, which is so vastly different from um, her pre-surgery life. If you are looking for um, new Australian fiction, then I would highly recommend checking it out because um, it's really fantastic. Last but not least, I think I will turn to some nonfiction. I read a book this year called Talking to My Country by Stan Grant. It is actually backlist, but I um, still urge all Australians to read this. Um, And when I say Australians, I'm talking about white Australians. Stan Grant is an Indigenous journalist who has spent the last few years um, passionately trying to bridge the gap between um, white Australia and Indigenous Australia. Um, He really wants white Australians to understand the true history of this country and to... um, Understand what it is to be Indigenous. Uh, he talks a lot in this book about race and identity and um, it's just so honest and beautifully written. Um, I really, really think that this is required reading for all Aussies. When I think about books coming out in 2021, there is one that comes to mind um, that I'm really excited about, which is Real Estate by Deborah Levi. I think I've read everything that Levi has ever written. Um, I think she's brilliant. I would read her shopping list if I could. She um, is so honest and wise and elegant um, in her writing and Real Estate is the third book in a trilogy of memoirs. Um, about her life, obviously. Um, So I can't wait to see what she has to say about the last... Decade of living. That's all from me. I just wanted to wish you guys a very happy Christmas and great start to the new year. I hope you are all going to eat and drink as much as I am. It's been such a pleasure being part of this community for the last 12 months. I know 2020 has been rough for a lot of people, um, but Bookstagram has made all the difference for me, and I hope it has for you too. So I really look forward to talking books with you again next year.
2: Hi, I'm Sophie from the account at sophies.little.library. My top three books of 2020 have been hard to narrow down, um, but I tried. Number three is The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abby Daray. This book was so special and is one that I have been recommending to everyone. It was touching, sad and inspirational and I really loved reading the story through the main character, Aduni's voice. Number two is Codename Helene by Ariel Lawhorn. I love this book because it is a fictional story based on real characters and events and I love that type of book. The characters were so lovable and intriguing. The writing was just fantastic and evoked some really visceral responses in me that I haven't been able to forget. One of the best historical fictions I have ever read. Um, And my number one for the year is The Dictionary of Lost Words by Pip Williams. There was so much I loved about this book and so much I could say. The exploration of the creation of the Oxford Dictionary and the focus on women's words that were left out was just beautiful. It was a slow-paced book that spans one character's lifetime, and I recommend this to anyone who loves words and really wants a book to settle into and savour in 2021, there are a few books that I'm excitedly anticipating, but the one I'm most looking forward to is A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. I completely loved the first four books in this series, and I can't wait to see what's next for the characters. Happy New Year to you all. I hope you can leave the shit show that was 2020 behind and start 2021 feeling positive, excited, and with a big
3: old pile of books. Happy New Year. Hey, everyone. It's Brooke here from brooks underscore bookstagram. Bringing you a lovely wrap up of the year 2020 with my top three reads. Number three, I would have to say, would be The Bluffs by Kyle Perry. I absolutely loved this book. I couldn't put it down. The twists, the turns, it gave me goosebumps. Oh, just what an incredible debut novel by an incredible author. Number two, I would have to pick The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. It's my first Kristen Hanna read. I read it as a buddy read and oh my goodness, again, just strong, amazing, incredible female protagonist that left me ugly crying throughout the entire book. Um, Just an absolutely poignant and beautiful book. And my number one would absolutely have to be The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. An absolute showstopper. Hands down, easily the best book I've read this year. It just hit all of the feels, especially in these COVID times here in Melbourne. I just related to it so much and it just gave me so much sense and purpose of why I'm here and, you know, the choices that I make in life. Um, And it's certainly going to be something that I'm going to reread time and time again if I'm feeling... A bit down or out um, to remind myself of you know what's so important in my life. So I hope you all enjoyed my top three of 2020. I'm so looking forward to being introduced to new books, old books, upshot books, books that have been on my TBR for many many moons and a heap of new debut novels in 2021. I hope you all have a very merry Christmas, a safe new year and as I always like to sign off, Please stay safe, stay strong and stay soft.
4: Hi, my name's Camilla from the Bookstagram Account Open Bookshelf and I'm here to talk about my top three books of 2020. Um, so my third favourite book was The Confession by Jessie Burton. This was actually a book that I read at the start of the year in January but it's one of those books that has just really stuck with me throughout the year. Um, and I think what I loved about it was firstly... The structure of it. There's a bit of a mystery to the story and so Burden has written it using alternate point of views and timelines and I really liked how the book all came together in the end. Um, and I just think that yeah Burden did a great job of structuring this one. Um, I also really enjoyed the way she explored motherhood in the book, particularly women's decisions on whether or not to have children and the societal um, pressures and expectations that come along with that. I think and did a brilliant job of just, again, exploring that issue. Um, My second favourite book was Kokomo by Victoria Hannett. Um, This one was an Australian debut that I really, really loved. I devoured it in one sitting, which I don't often do, but I, I think I just became really connected to the writing and really invested in the characters early on. Um, I also love the way Melbourne was represented in this book as well. Um, Having lived in Melbourne, I could just so clearly picture the environment and the setting and I just loved how she brought it to life and made Melbourne its own character. And my favourite book of 2020 was The Octopus and I by Erin Hortle, another brilliant Australian debut Um, and one of the more experimental and creative books that I've read this year. I guess it's experimental in terms of its structure and its point of views. It kind of gives point of views from a whole cast of characters, including animals, um, which is something I was a little bit hesitant about going in, having known that. But I just, I found, I found her to be, I guess, so courageous in writing a book like that. And I think she did a brilliant job of um, writing an experimental book, but still making it readable and approachable. Yeah, I, I thought that was brilliant. Um, the other th- thing that really struck me about the octopus and I was the strong exploration of the female body and femininity and how that relates to identity. There was just many quotes throughout this book that that were just so profound and really hit the nail on the head. And I think that's something that's going to stay with me, um, you know, quite a quite a long time. Um, And a book that I'm really excited about going into 2021 would be Melissa Broder's new book, um, Milk Fed. She wrote The Pisces, which was another book that I really enjoyed this year. And I I love her writing and I've just been really looking forward to reading more fiction by her. Um, Yeah, so that is all from me. Have a lovely, lovely holiday and happy new year. Um, And thank you so much, Jess, for inviting me on. Thanks. Bye.
5: Hey Guys, it's Beck from Beck's Bookshelf. My top three reads for 2020 are number one, it's been a pleasure, Noni Blake. Probably no surprise to anybody, but I utterly adored this book and I cannot stop recommending it to people. Claire is just such an amazing woman, and there are so many beautiful topics covered off within this book. I think everybody really should read it at some point in their life. Uh, number Two is uh, The Morbids. It covers a lot of mental health and it portrays it in a really beautiful way. Uh, I think anybody that is struggling with any form of mental health could probably find solace in this one. Um, And for me, it really hit home. For a debut novel, uh, Eva absolutely knocked it out of the park, so I really can't wait to see what comes next for her and number three would have to be the seven husbands of evelyn hugo again this book touches on so many important topics and it was really just a feel good book it utterly broke my heart uh, and sometimes you just need one of those for 2021 i am really looking forward to taylor jenkins reed new book and beth o'leary's so many good books to come out in the next year so many more to add to the tbr I wish you all a safe and happy holidays. Looking forward to reading everybody's 2021 reviews. I'm very thankful for being a part of such a beautiful community and for meeting so many fantastic people.
6: Hi, guys. My name is Selena from the account Check Your Shelf. My top three books of 2020 have been number three, 50/50 by Steve Kavanagh. I loved this one because it was just an unputdownable twisty thriller that had me guessing right until the last page. Number two, Verity by Colleen Hoover. Wow, what can I say about this book? I loved this one because it was an unpredictable genre bender that had me reflecting on it long after I turned the last page. And my favourite book of this year would have to be Crescent City. I just loved this one because the world building was out of this world. The characters were amazing and the story was a page-turning blend of mystery, fantasy and sprinkling of romance. The book I'm most looking forward to in 2021 is Concrete Rose by Angie Thomas. Have a great Christmas and New Year and I'll catch you guys on the gram. Remember, when in doubt, eat all the Christmas treats and buy all the books. See ya! Hello, it
7: is Liv from Reading Nook, and I'm going to share with you my top three books from 2020. My first book and my best book of the year is Christadora by Tim Murphy. Um, This isn't one that I've actually seen widely discussed on Bookstagram, but for me, it's one I read during lockdown, and it completely reignited my love of reading, and it's actually what made me start my Bookstagram account, so that has to take out my top spot. Uh, my second and third best books of the year are It's Been a Pleasure, Nonnie Blake by Claire Christian. Uh, this is a super popular book, but it's incredibly empowering. It is so funny. It is full of self-love, and I couldn't adore it more. And my third book of the year is uh, The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abby Deer. Um, this book is it's just incredible. It's so moving. Um, it's so inspiring, and I cried like a baby reading it. So they are my top three books of the year. One book I am really looking forward to in 2021 is Act Your Age, Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert. Um, I loved Get a Life, Chloe Brown. And I'm currently reading the second book in the series. So I can't wait to read the third one. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Hi, my name is Haley from the account Haley's Next Page. As for my top three books of 2020, in third spot is Codename Helene by Ariel Lawhorn for its portrayal of real-life Aussie Nancy Wake as a bold and brave woman working with the Resistance during World War II. In second spot is The Last Migration by Charlotte McConaughey. Beautifully written, breathtakingly honest and atmospheric, this novel takes you on a journey from Ireland's rugged coast to Greenland and Antarctica. My top read has to be Know My Name by Chanel Miller. It's the most powerfully written memoir that will stay with you long after you read the last page. The books I'm most looking forward to in 2021 are the new releases by Taylor Jenkins Reid, Talia Hibbert and Emily Henry. May your new year be filled with even more fantastic books than 2020.
8: Hi, my name is Renelle, and I am from Ronelle's Bookshelf. Uh, Thank you, Jess, for having me join in on this podcast. I'm really looking forward to sharing my top three books of 2020 with everyone. Um, So kicking off, uh, number three for me would be The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Um, I always believe that, you know, amongst all the historical fiction, general fiction and romance, you do need a good thriller to just shake things up. This book was incredible. It was the first book of Lucy Foley's that I have read Um, And for me, when I read a thriller book at night and I have to shut it because I'm scared to read anymore because I won't be able to sleep, I know it's going to be good. I mean, this book, I was petrified. It had my knees shaking, so I could only read it during the day. But I absolutely loved the book. Um, Number two for me would be Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Um, This book, my goodness, I read it in pretty much three days and considered not feeding my family because I just had to keep on reading and find out what happened. Um, It was just absolutely beautifully written, you know, set in North Carolina. I felt I was there with the MASH girl um, and just reading what she had to go through and what she overcame and where she ended up was just just outstanding um, i absolutely love that book and would recommend it to everyone um i think they kind of need to make a movie out of it um n- book number one which um with this book it pretty much evoked every emotion from joy to fear to heartache loss um you know determine everything um, it is The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. Now, with this book, I just sobbed and sobbed um, in different parts throughout the book. There were some parts that I would read and I'd shut it suddenly because I'm too scared or I'm, I'm too nervous to read what was coming up. Um, and then, you know, that triumphant feeling in the end when things sort of sort of work out but not, it was just oh I, I cannot cannot say boy, I can't talk highly enough of this book it is just magnificent it was the first Kristen Hanna book that I have ever read and that sort of started me on the Kristen Hannah quest um, but yeah so those are my top three books for 2020 it was pretty hard to narrow it down because there have been so many amazing great books that I've read Um, The book that I'm most looking forward to reading in 2021 would be The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Um, I've heard so many amazing things and it kind of reminds me of the Age of Adeline sort of vibe. So I think that will be a great book for for 2021. Um, So yeah, I hope everyone has an amazing Christmas and an even better 2021. And I cannot wait to see... Um, what next year brings us in the bookstagram world, and what new books we're going to come across? So yeah, happy reading.
9: Hi, my name's Siobhan from the account at My Home Library underscore. My top three books of 2020 have been number three. This is going to hurt by Adam Kay. I loved this memoir about a student doctor working in the NHS. I went from laughing one page to crying the next, and it really opened my eyes to the struggles of frontline healthcare workers. Number two, Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney. I cannot hype Rooney enough, and I know her writing isn't for everyone, but I love her prose, and also the fact that she doesn't limit the discussion of mental health only to her female characters. There really needs to be more representation for male mental health, in my opinion. And number one, A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. This book has made it to my favorite books of all time, but I don't recommend it lightly. Yanagihara's writing is unparalleled. I became incredibly attached to the characters and ended the novel with chest-heaving sobs. I believe this book will stay with me forever. A book I'm most looking forward to in 2021 is Girl A by Abigail Dean and Kazuro Ishiguro's next novel. I hope you have a lovely new year. Stay happy, healthy and safe in 2021.
10: Hi, my name is Mel from the account The Reading Affair. My top three books of 2020 have been Below Deck by Sophie Hardcastle. I love this book because of the tenderness and emotion in the writing. Secondly, The Spill by Imbi Nee. I loved this book because of the references to locations in Perth where I live and the metaphor of the puzzle pieces that represented the characters' lives. And lastly, Bear Town by Frederick Backman. I loved this one because of the weaving of multiple characters' perspectives. The book I'm most looking forward to in 2021 is Barack Obama's A Promised Land. Wishing you all a fabulous year of reading. Cheers.
11: Hey, it's Molly from the account Book Girl Between the Pages. Uh, my top three books of 2020 have been Crescent City by Sarah J Mass. I might be biased on why I loved this book so much, purely because... SJM is my all-time favourite author and I really believe she can do no wrong. Uh, But I really enjoyed the new world she's created within this series and I cannot wait to see how the world gets expanded upon in the next book, whenever that may be, Uh, hopefully sooner than later. Uh, My next book is The Space Between by Michelle Andrews and Zara MacDonald. I'm not typically a non-fiction reader, but I love The Shameless Podcast, so naturally I had to pick this one up. I adored this book and all it had to say about different aspects of life in your 20s. I clung to every word this book held and found it to be the book I actually didn't know I needed in my life. Um, And my last book was super, super hard to choose because I feel like there have been so many amazing books this year but I'm going with Breathless by Jennifer Niven. This book was beautiful and emotional and raw. It was filled with romance and love through summer adventures, but leaves you heartbroken and fully content by the end. Niven's writing is beautiful and I cannot recommend her books enough. Currently, uh, the book I'm most looking forward to in 2021 is A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J Maas. Probably no surprise there. Um, but it's definitely closer, closely followed by Heartstopper Volume 4 by Alice Osman and A Vow So Bold and Deadly by Bridget Kemmerer, though there are so, so many I'm looking forward to. I hope everyone has a wonderful new year and hope 2020 treats you all well. Bye!
12: Hello, all my fellow book lovers. I'm Laura from Laura's Little Bookshelf. I would love to share with you my top three books of 2020. It was so hard to choose. I read so many amazing books, but I managed to narrow it down. Firstly, I really enjoyed Dominicana by Andrew Cruz. It was such a powerful and an emotional book. It's a coming of age story of a young woman named Anna who agrees to marry a much older man and move to New York for a better life. I loved the journey the book took me on and you learn why Anna sacrificed so much. My second had to be The Happiest Man on Earth by Eddie Joukou. This man radiates positivity and happiness and he didn't let what he went through in the concentration camps define him for his whole life. Instead, he chose to forgive and he vowed to smile every day and he pays tribute to those who are lost by telling his story and ultimately living his best possible life. I had the absolute pleasure of meeting him a few years ago and it was incredible. And finally, I absolutely adored Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. I cannot believe that I didn't read this book sooner. It's so beautifully written. It's a heartbreaking yet charming coming-of-age love story and a murder mystery all wrapped up in one incredible novel. The book I'm most looking forward to read in 2021 is Justice, Justice, Thou Shalt Pursue which was co-written by the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg about her life and career fighting for gender equality. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and an amazing 2021. Happy reading to all you lovely bookstagrammers.
13: Hi, everyone. This is Pauline from Pauline is Reading. Um, Jess asked me to name my top three books of 2020, which is such a hard question, but here we go. Um, the first one I've got is It's Been a Pleasure, nonnie Blake by Claire Christian. Um, I'm sure you've seen it around. It's been everyone's favourite and I'm definitely on board. It's fun, it's empowering, it's hilarious and just hands down the best romance book I've read. So if you haven't read it yet, make sure you do it in the new year. Um, next, I've got Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson. Um, This one feels super underrated, especially in Australia. I haven't seen too many people talk about it. Um, I've been recommending it when I can. It's a quirky little quick read. Um, I'm pretty sure I read it just in one or two sittings. It is a little bit bizarre, but I found it so heartwarming and I absolutely adored it. So that's one I would highly recommend. Um, And as for my favorite book of the year, it's Cherry Beach by Laura McPhee Brown. Um, if you follow me, I'm sure you've seen me rave about it before. I read it twice and loved it just as much the second time around. I'm a huge fan of florist writing and I cannot wait for her next book, which I believe she's currently working on. And as for the 2021 release, I'm looking forward to, I cannot wait to get my hands on Taylor Jenkins Reid's latest work, Malibu Rising. Um, I'm a big fan of TJR as I'm sure many of you are so I'm really excited about that one. Um, That's all from me. Have a great new year and I hope to chat with you all on Bookstagram.
14: Hey everyone, my name is Emily. I am from Pups and Paperbacks. Thank you Jess so much for having me on the podcast. I'm such a big fan. I think you're doing a great job. Um, My three top reads for the year, number one would definitely have to be The Bluffs by Kyle Perry, set in my homestead Tassie, so uh, Tassie represent. Um, It's a great, thrilling read. If you love mystery, if you love thriller, it definitely keeps you um, captivated and you are guessing till the very end. Number two would have to be The Space Between by Azara and Michelle, The Shameless Girls. It's definitely the book I wish I had when I was in my early 20s. Um, I think they've written it so well. And then number three, I'm going to cheat a little bit here. Sorry, Jess. I'm going to say The Dry by Jane Harper. I read it in January and just absolutely fell in love with Jane Harper's writing. I think she can do no wrong. Okay, so next year I'm going to try and read A Court of Thorns and Roses. It's a series I've always wanted to read and I keep putting it off because the TBR stacks uh, just piles up. So I've put it out there now, I'm going to try and read it in 2021. I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas
15: and a Happy New Year. Stay safe over this festive period and I'll see you in the new year. Hi there, it's Simone from At That's Novel. Just reached out and asked if I would like to share my top three reads of 2020. So here they are, I'm going to be keeping it short and sweet. First place goes to the thriller Three Hours by Rosamund Lupton. It's about a school shooting and a hostage situation at a school in rural England during a snowstorm. The three hours is from the first gunshot to when things get resolved. Uh, This book had me on the edge of my seat and I remember having to put it down and walk around to shake off the nerves. My second read of 2020 is Codename Helene by Ariel Lohan. An historical fiction based on Australian spy Nancy Wake during World War II. I love a good historical fiction, but better than that, I love one with a strong female lead. Just a little content warning on this one as it does have a couple of graphic scenes of torture and murder. My third pick is Narnie Simpson's debut, Song of the Crocodile. Usually I'll be able to say why I loved a book or what I liked about it, but I'm lost for words on this one. The story grabbed hold of me completely. It's just brilliant storytelling. Books that almost made my top three this year, The Sundown Motel by Simone St. James, The Wall by John Lanchester, and The Other Passenger by Louise Candlish. Thanks for having me on, Jess.
10: Hi, I'm Michelle from at books underscore by my bed. What a great year it's been um, for reading. I have had some fabulous books this year but I'm here to let you know what my top three books are for 2020. Number three, All Our Shimmering Skies with Trent Dalton. I absolutely adored this book. The poetic descriptions, uh, the similarities that I found between Molly Hook's journey and the story of The Wizard of Oz. I just thought this book was absolutely fabulous, so descriptive, a great Australian read um, and a fantastic Australian author. My number two book for 2020 would have to be Honeybee by Craig Sylvie. What a heartbreakingly brilliant book. It was the story of Sam Watson's coming of age, his relationship with Vic, an older man that he... Befriended in such tragic circumstances, this book was absolutely captivating and just just brilliantly written. Um, Craig Sylvie, who had written Jasper Jones, did it again uh, with Honeybee in 2020. My number one book for 2020 is probably not going to be a surprise to people who follow me on Instagram because it's from my favourite author. Taylor Jenkins read, and it was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. This book was just brilliant. It was captivating. Um, It portrayed the Hollywood glam of that era just perfectly. I felt like I was sitting there listening to her telling me that story. Um, All of her husbands, her interactions, It had sex, love, it was just everything for me um, and I am recommending that book to absolutely anyone who will listen. The book that I'm most looking forward to reading in 2021 is probably also not going to be a surprise but Taylor Jenkins Reid is coming out with a new book called Malibu Rising. I've seen a cover of it and it absolutely speaks to me Um, because it is a beach-themed cover, um, and I have all six of her books. So I'm just so looking forward to this new one in 2021. So I'd just like to say have a great new year. May 2021 bring you health, happiness and joy. Stay safe, and I'll see you on Bookster.
16: Hi, this is Chris from Go Read, and my top three reads of 2020 are number three, The Good Sister by Sally Hepworth. What a brilliant book absolutely loved it. This book caught me by surprise, just like Sally's other book, The Mother-in-Law. Coming at number two is a book everybody needs to read, and it's, it's been a pleasure. Noni Blake. Funny, witty, steamy, with such a positive message. And coming at number one has to be A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J Maas. I completely got sucked into the fairy black hole And I'm yet to resurface, which takes me to my most anticipated read of 2021, which is A Court of Silver Flames. Can't seem to get enough of the bat wings and pointy ears. Looking forward to what everyone else's top three are because this was not easy.
12: Hey,
17: my name is Maddie and I run the account at maddies.books. My top three reads for 2020 include... Out of Love by Hazel Hayes. This was a fantastic debut novel from Hayes. It follows the story of a girl who is newly single and it is a love story told backwards. It was such a unique and interesting read and even though it was heartbreaking I absolutely loved it. My next favourite read of 2020 was Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason. This, again, was another interesting read. However, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone as there were some trigger warnings. Um, However, despite some of the heavier themes in the book, it was still enjoyable to follow Martha along her journey of life. And finally, my top read of 2020 would have to be The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I absolutely loved this book. I think about it every day. It was absolutely phenomenal. I loved the old school Hollywood glamour and the diverse representation in the novel. In saying that, of course, I am so excited for Taylor Jenkins Reid's new book, Malibu Rising, to come out next year, as well as Emily Henry's new book, because I really, really loved Beach Reid in 2020 as well.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. You can subscribe and leave me a review or rating on Apple Podcasts or find me on Instagram at So Novel Podcast. Thanks for listening and until next time, happy reading!